Today on the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast, we are discussing feedback on the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Everything up through episode four. All that and more references that we have no control over. Welcome to the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast. My name is Matthew Carroll. And I'm Jeff Randall. And in our producer chair today, we have the lovely Ashley Coffin. How you doing, Ashley? I'm super great, guys. How are you? Doing really, really well. All right, Jeff, hit us with that five-star review. We got influenza coming at us, which sounds dangerous. That does sound dangerous. <laughs> Sam, my favorite podcast and an amazing community. I discovered this podcast at the beginning of the COVID-19 pandemic and have found an amazing community that has helped me escape a bit from this odd year. Matt and Jeff do an amazing job. The podcast helps me appreciate the MCU so much more than I did before I listened. Through the weekly trivia game on Twitch... I've uh, found so many great people who have awesome discussions and support each other. Lately, the podcast hosts have been getting some flack for discussing things that can be perceived as political. I think that's really unfair because they've been discussing a show that brings up the questions of race and political divides. They're using geek media to process and discuss current events, and I love it 3,000. I love all the pandas 30,000. Woo! That's so much. Thank you. Uh, what was the name? Bring in the influenza. influenza. Oh, okay. In com- oh, okay. You said influenza coming it. at you. I, thought, I thought you thought meant like influenza. Name. Oh, like an influencer, like that, mm-hmm. but in a cool way. <laughs> no, it yeah. just it just says influenza, like like the virus. All right. Well, influenza. <laughs> thank you for listening. Um, I hear you had a down year because of all the social distancing. <laughs> <laughs> I, I get it influenza said it was a hard year covid was a hard year and uh you know it's because they're influenza anyway okay it affects everybody thank you it affects everybody are we going viral <laughs> oh god is that what this means we're finally making viral content just just making everybody sick well what we'd like to do first on our podcast on monday is check out ashley's corner because she doesn't get to be on fridays with us so what what did you think of this episode ash oh man um i was (laughs) that was also my first response (laughs) i know i was happy i was angry i felt rage Mm -hmm. but what did you think of the episode (laughs) (laughs) like we get you're from philadelphia (laughs) Okay. Um, it was really well done. The cinematography was beautiful. Just the things that were filming made me feel anger. (laughs) Right. I don't know. You know, that was, it was a lot. It was a lot. I don't, I'm so sad we only have two more episodes. Yeah, me too. Like, I don't know. How are we going to tie all this up? But are we going to tie all this up? I don't know. I really don't know how. Is this to set up to bleed into the, like, other shows and movies coming up? I hope so. Hmm. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. It's a good point. It's a good point. There's like, they did, they started a lot of threads about these characters in the beginning. And I still want the Bucky show where he's just like making amends for different people or like, and I still want like, I don't know. My name is Bucky. Yeah, exactly. My (laughs) name is Bucky. Please make that show. Uh, I, there's so many things like that. And yeah, you're right. They're, I don't know. One thing I noticed that we didn't really talk about on a rewatch was like, there was a lot of action in this episode. There were like three oh, major yeah. action set pieces, you know? I was very yeah. happy. And that, like, my question um, for 
the Dora Milaje fight with Walker were like, was Ao really going to kill him right there? Because I was like, oh, she's stabbing for his chest. Mm-hmm. Like, how are they going to write? How are they going to? How are they going to talk themselves out of that one? <laughs> I'm sure they had to sign the accords too somewhere. Like, don't Probably. kill him, knock him out. But um, I don't know what the other girl's name, but her picking up the shield like that, I was like, right? Oh, oh yes, I love you. <laughs> Someone posted in the Stranded Panda chat today. This is the only Captain America I currently recognize, and it was just a picture of uh, yeah, yeah. the Dormelage yep. lady with the <laughs> yes. shield, with the shield and the spear. Mm-hmm. I was so so happy about that. Like, I was like, okay, I get it. Yeah. I'll take it. <laughs> Kicking it up just like Cap did. Oh, it's so. Oh, good. just like Cap did in the elevator. Yeah, yeah. 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 She oh. already knew how to do it. It's awesome. I mean, there you go. Yeah. I felt really bad for Bucky. Oh, yeah. In the end, nobody really trusted Bucky <laughs> when he got five-finger hand-exploding heart technique. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it was really just his arm. Yeah. Even his face, I was like, oh. Yeah. He was just too, like, Bucky. oh, God. He's like, nobody yeah. trusts me. Oh. <laughs> I felt so bad for him. <laughs> yeah. It kind of sucks for Bucky. Like, he... He's fought to get his mind back, and so he has control of his own mind, and now he finds out the body they gave him, he doesn't have full control over. You know what I mean? Yeah, they can still, like, shut him safe. down if they want to. Whew. That's Poor guy. Rough. That's real rough. I like the, uh, I like the, the meme that somebody posted where it showed, like, his arm falling off because of that technique or whatever it is that she did. Um, and it being Rocket in, in that scene from Doctor Strange, where he's like, "Teach me, yes." Yeah. <laughs> oh, get that arm! Oh, I'm gonna get that arm. <laughs> Such a good meme. That's a great meme. The Walker stuff was a little crazy because I honestly seeing him twitch out before he took the serum. You're like, "What's going on here? Like, what kind it's of?" Just, I feel like I feel like with that, it's Walker's like mental state is just breaking down, like. He just got beat up by some girls. Well, like not even, <laughs> not even with that, like before that in the, in the, in the scene where like Zemo was cuffed up to the, uh, to the boiler and like they were waiting to go in where the funeral was. And like, you know, he was, he was told to like, you know, sit tight and, you know, wait for 10 minutes. And like, it seems like he's putting so much weight, so much value on the name the title captain america and nobody gives a shit that it like about him yeah and that's like eating him away and because he puts so much weight on it you know because the the person that came before him had so much respect like from that mantle it's not that it's not that he got respect because he's captain america steve rogers got respect because of who steve rogers is and what steve rogers has done and I don't think that this guy's earned that yet. And it's, it's like wearing at him. And he's just like, nobody's listening to me. Everybody should be listening to me. I'm Captain America. Don't you know who I am? Yeah. He's got all the entitlement of that's the word. What, what <laughs> like he thinks. And, and Steve never really had that entitlement, you know, even though he was Steve right. Rogers, he never right. really had mm-hmm. that. He was humble. There's no humility. Uh, it, but there's a loss of, it's weird. He doesn't portray humility, but there's also a lot of second guessing going on, you know? Um, yeah. For John. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. John, 
John's a really interesting character. And the thing that I keep going back to, and I'm really I'm having a hard time with it. And I, I know why I feel the way I do, but also like, I feel like this show is sort of like a politics and racial issues, like Rorschach test, because like you really look, can look at, uh, you know, Carly, even though I think the show is making her incredibly sympathetic, a lot of people out there feel like she's the enemy and like that, uh, John Walker is the really sympathetic one, you know? And I keep trying to really wrestle with why I feel that way. Like, why do I feel like Carly's a good guy and he's the bad guy? And sure, the murder at the end, the premeditated murder at the end where he, well, not really premeditated, but like he decided to kill that person. He definitely could have stopped. Mm -hmm. Uh, He was not self-defense for sure. Um, But Carly also blew up that depot three, two episodes ago, you know? And then I think about like, yeah, but Carly has had these quiet moments with her confidant where she talks about her, her feelings and why she's doing what she's doing. Maybe that's why. And then I'm like, no, John's had all of that too. Um, and it's, Mm -hmm. it's just like, they are, they're making these two characters with very different ideologies. They're both extremists and they're both, I I guess I fall on the side of the reason I fall with Carly is because of their initial motivations, which is like Carly feels oppressed and she's trying to throw off a system that she feels is oppressing her. Right. And I feel like if Steve Rogers had walked into this situation and he met this girl, just, just, just like, um, Falcon did, uh, he would have said, okay, let's hear her out. Let's talk to her. What are, what is the issue? And then maybe would have even turned and said, let's, I want to help you, you know, just like Sam did. I, I agree with your mission. Uh, but Walker seems like he is just, Falling on the side. Yeah, he's a tool. He's a tool. That's, mm-hmm. and, I, and I don't mean that in like just the insult way, but like the very, they told him to do a thing. He's doing that thing. He's all about executing the mission and not questioning that mission. And Carly is all yeah. about questioning her place in society and trying to like, trying to get past it. She's realized the system is rigged against her and her people and she's trying to fight for it. And I guess I just fall on that side for those very, fundamental bedrock reasons of their character not really right. not really actions they've taken or or even like mental states they're in it's more like they're very similar in a lot of ways but the, those bedrock principles are different and if you have a different political belief system than i do personally uh you could look at that and just go no no she's just a terrorist and he's fighting for america like that's great you know what i mean and there's a lot of people yep. on the internet doing that mm-hmm. It seems pretty easy to fall on on either side of this whole thing. Yeah. 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 It's very it's really strange, really strange. We had had the conversation uh the other day about um how Cap I think Cap probably would have also helped get Zemo out if he was the only one who could help them get to the power broker. It just seems like something that's just such a cap thing to do. Like I'm not allowed to do it and the government, but I could probably keep him in control, but I feel like if it came down to it, he would have if he was there with Bucky and Sam and this is what they were trying to do, they probably wouldn't have to do any of this if Cap was there. No, that's not true. I don't know. I just feel like that's, you know, whereas Walker's like, you know, kill her and arrest this person and get him back in jail, like means to an end, kind of how Bucky was saying. Getting Zemo out of prison is an interesting moment in the show because they very deliberately like kind of wash Sam's hands of that moment. Yeah. 
I think they want Sam to be the morally upright one who makes the good decisions and an uncompromising decisions to some degree. And it's like mm-hmm. Sam would not get Zemo out of jail. And Bucky knows that. So Bucky's willing to go too far, which yeah. is now it's <laughs> now going to endanger everyone, probably, because now Zemo's in the wind. Like it could make a turn where Zemo is actually the big bad from now on. You know, even though I love Zemo right yeah. now, I think he's freaking awesome. <laughs> yeah, yep. He had my best yep. line. My favorite lines in this, that one about Steve Rogers was so good. Mm-hmm. He's right. There's only one. There's only one Steve Rogers. <laughs> Thinking about it. Um. You know, we say that Steve would have done this where he would have broken, he probably would have broken Zemo out, but, uh, it got me thinking, like, has, has Zemo actually ever been in the same room as Steve Rogers? I mean, in the, like, there was metal between them. Yeah, there's like a glass, <laughs> right, right. But glass like, of have metal they ever been them. able to actually touch each other? Mm-mm, I don't believe so. Not that and I don't think so. Touching hands. Right. <laughs> But just like in in Civil War, if Cap got his hands on Zemo, it would have been fucking over. <laughs> he wouldn't like, have killed him. He wouldn't have killed him. He would have just beat the crap out of him and just been like, "All right, we got him." Like hold him up, like you know, by his <laughs> collar and be like, "Let's go." Mm-hmm. Yeah, but like that didn't happen because Zemo was always thinking, you know, ten dimensional chess or whatever. I think he's definitely behind everything that's happening. Oh, that's interesting. Do you th- you think Zemo is behind everything that's going on now? In what I way? Think he definitely has some like some interest in everything. Like when they got to Madripoor, the people were kind of like waiting for them. He has all his business connections. Like I don't know. I feel like he might be somehow connected to the power broker stuff. Mm. I don't know. Anything could be happening. <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why you guys even have me on this show. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be real. It's gonna be real crabby if. Um, like I'm gonna hate it if it turns out at the end where Zemo's like I've had this been or I've had this in my my wheelhouse for so long, I, you know the power broker works for me or no he is the power broker mm. or whatever. Well, and then like, how he got the key card to get out of there is my biggest question. Like they didn't really did he get that book that day? Yeah, no, they I never really. That, I think that was a thing. So like. They really glossed over that whole thing, but I think what we're supposed to believe is he asked him what book he was reading and then left and somehow came back and deposited in that book. So when it came from the library the next time, he would have the book with the key card in it. But they acted like it was all the same day. I don't think it was. I think it was like multiple days is the only way that makes sense. Right. Really strange. Hmm. And then, but then it would also, here's what doesn't make sense about that. Also, he would have had to, he threw that note at the guy. He said, you know, the guy's, he's going to get you a night in your sleep or whatever. Caused that mm-hmm. fight, which is what caused Zemo to get out. So you'd think it right. was, so he had to be there for both things. So did Bucky make two visits? Oh, it, it, it's all very, it's all very, uh. I'll have to see what he was wearing. Hand wave through. Oh yeah, good call. Check his hair. <laughs> uh, Mufasa says in Civil War when Zemo activated Bucky, Sam and Cap ran into the room and Cap picked Zemo up and threw him to the ground. So they technically were, and he did oh. exactly what you said. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Picked him up and then and not then hard Bucky enough. Hits Cap. See, no, and that's well, the thing was... about Captain America. It wasn't hard enough to like. He woke up pretty quickly. <laughs> well, no, it was that he put him against the he put him against the wall, and then Bucky attacks. Um, I'm sorry, the Winter Soldier right. attacks, and then 
That's when Cap <laughs> went into the uh, into the elevator, elevator shaft. Right. So he yeah. just like damseled in distress. He was like, ah, I'm hurt. Yeah. <laughs> Help me. Yeah. Yeah. He's been playing everybody the whole time, but I'm going to hate it if it's like. It was me the whole time. My favorite part of the whole Dora Milaje fight when it shows him and it was like, Zemo, exit stage left. And he's like, right. bye. <laughs> I love Zemo in that scene. I love him drinking his whiskey, like sipping on his yeah. whiskey while everyone's fighting. Oh, it's so good. He's Kermit sipping on the tea. That's the new meme. Yep. Anyway. <laughs> well, let's get to feed, uh, feedback and we're going to send uh, the lovely Ashley down into her feedback cave where she's going to talk to the YouTube and the Twitch audiences and see if you guys have anything you want to shoot over to her. Uh, you can uh, you can do that on either YouTube or Twitch and she will do her best to uh, gather a few of those for the end of the show. And and now I do. I do, Ashley. I do. I do. I do too. What? Huh? Lydia Herbert, one of our patrons, says this week's episode was insane. Hmm. The legacy of the shield has been greatly compromised. The scene where Bucky was freed in Wakanda was heart wrenching. Yeah, mm-hmm. I agree. I agree. All that flashbacking where they uh, just the <laughs> the 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 acting. Sebastian Stan acting his damn pants off in that episode. So much so that he, you go to Instagram and you can see he doesn't have pants anymore. Mm-hmm. That's right. I was going to make a joke about <laughs> acting his arm bring off. that up. Yeah. Yes, on Instagram today. I guess we should do a quick news segment on Instagram today. Today on Instagram, if you've been watching Sebastian Stan, we got a full backdoll. And they are peachy. My God. He works out. Mm-hmm. He works out. He must work out. Work out. Yeah, he, he showed his ass on Instagram today. So, for those yeah. of you interested, check out the Instagram. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I had uh, I had one of the one of our pandas send me a, a TikTok video to watch um, where people apparently people were talking about when you know the legacy of the the shield got compromised yeah. sullied yeah. bloodied if you will it was a as a a veteran saying like the rules of engagement for the US military are such that when a combatant when an enemy combatant of any sort terrorist or otherwise surrenders to you and is unarmed you immediately stop engaging and render aid like that is what you are required to do they right. are now under your custody you know, you were supposed to take care of them. Yeah. Not brutally murder them with the shield. No. That's the, and, and also right before he murders him and everyone's filming already, right before he does it, the guy's yelling, I didn't do it. I didn't do it. Yeah. Like the PR on this thing is not good, uh, for yeah. Captain America, <laughs> yeah. uh, for John Walker. He left his buddy behind. It wasn't the person that killed his buddy and the guy was unarmed on the ground. Like mm-hmm. surrendering, like yeah, all of it's bad. Absolutely. The thing that gets me, the thing that I'm really curious about is how is America, how are the the brass going to react to this? Because mm. I'm really curious, and then the next episode should open with this answer. So I'm like, we don't have to wait too long. But like, how is the American government going to respond to John Walker? <laughs> doing this are they gonna pat him on the back and say great job you protected america and then we have this uh we we saw 
there, there, there's the moment where, uh, Carly is talking to Sam's sister and Sam's sister's like, I don't really respect that Captain America either. You know what I mean? And it's like, yeah, is it, is it going to create a groundswell of people even in America that are against Captain America or is America, you know, like how divisive are they going to get on this show? Like, I'm really curious about what they're, what's going to happen here. I, I do think like if they just punish him and remove the shield from him, I don't think it would be very true to life. And I think like this feels pretty directly dealing with police violence, you know? Yeah. yeah. Especially with it being yeah. in public on the street for everyone to with see. With everyone with their cell phones out. Like I yeah. can't. Yeah. I know this was started filming before George Floyd, but like this feels uh, very reminiscent of that. And I mean, not that there weren't mm-hmm. a thousand before that, but like, if they just, I-, I feel like the government's going to back him. You know what I mean? Or at least they're going to yeah. want to. I-, I feel like there's no, this doesn't touch real life if the government, there's not some portion of the government that's like. Yeah, he's Captain America. He's he's all- he's authorized to do this in the field. Yeah. Which, <sighs> I don't know, but I, th- I have a feeling that's coming. Can somebody please come get the shield from Captain Psychopath? Like, I think that's enough. It's time. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. I agree. Like, who's got to yeah, clean but- the blood off that shield? Somebody has to do it, and that's going to be a big problem. <laughs> yeah, but then you, there's not just the blood to clean off the shield physically. There's the... The metaphorical blood to clean off the shield. You gotta. I was gotta, covering both of those. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you gotta bring you gotta bring honor back to the name of Captain America, and right. who can do that but Sam Wilson? Yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. I agree. Also, the thing that I, I I think I maybe mentioned it on the show. I know I made a TikTok about it, but the thing that makes me most mad about this episode is when this happens. Uh, Sam and Bucky run up behind him, and it appears like they are like on his team. And there's that earlier episode where he says, hey, it, this, it'd be a lot easier to be recognized as Captain America if I were – or be a good Captain America if I had uh, Cap's wingman by my side. And then at if the I end – Steve's wingman. Yeah. yeah. As yeah he's, both of them. Both of his best friends like run up behind Captain America as he's murdering this guy in the street. And it's just like – it looks to the world like they're on his side. And that, that makes me so mm-hmm. mad. At least yep. they looked shocked and horrified. Like you could definitely read that all over their faces. Yeah, I, th- I think you're right. <laughs> Haley Hobbs says taking the shield and title away from him wouldn't take away the fact that he took super soldier serum. Now, how would you handle that? It dishonorable. It discharge does not take away his new superpower. And yeah, I keep forgetting that he freaking took it. Urgh! Oh yeah. No, if you- <laughs> well, this thing you have to bring him down. Like he'd have to go. Yeah, uh, guess go we gotta to kill him. The raft, I guess. Um, <laughs> oh, okay. Well, we the um, or the raft, yeah, the, or kill him. The, One of those. The video, that TikTok video <laughs> that I watched, that I was sent, um, says that he would be subject to USMG or USMJ action, and he would get the firing squad. Mm. And I was like, "Damn, <laughs> like that's." Uh, I think oof, that is a. Uh, a fair assessment of, of like what happened, but I also don't see that going down that way because of the yeah. themes of this show. I have a feeling that he's going to get at least some backing from America and it's going to take Sam, Sam and Bucky to like stand up to the government again, you know? Again. Ugh. Yeah. Let's get, let's get moving. <laughs> we, we are 30 minutes in and one feedback in. <laughs> yeah. Good job. Good job, yeah. everybody. High fives. Woo. 
BD Washington, another patron, says, wow, so much in episode four. Final scene reminded me when the Black Panther did not kill Claw when the whole world was watching. You nailed it on Walker taking the serum when given the chance. Based on the Zemo slash Falcon exchange, I wonder if Falcon would be the only super soldier Zemo would welcome. Also, hmm. true to Wakandan form, for most of its history, the Dormelage couldn't give two expletives uh, maybe not an entirely fair assessment about everything else. They just want to bring Zemo to justice. Mm. That's that's a fair point. Like they were very tunnel visioned about bringing Zemo to justice and and not like seeing the the global scale picture of like this stuff is going to affect the world. And they're like Zemo has already affected the world and us most you know more than anything. Right. We got to bring him to justice. Well, like. I would I say it. that's not necessarily the Dormelage's job. The Dormelage's are like the the king's guard, right? So I would say like mm-hmm. this is the guy who mm-hmm. killed the king, and it's their job to bring him to justice. I'm assuming if Wakanda has um, engaged the world as they said they have uh, after Black Panther, that like they're involved with all this stuff. What's the committee called that they keep the GRE? Is that it? The global repatriation GRC, GRC mm-hmm. okay, council, council, okay. Um, yep. Yeah, the GRC, I'm assuming the GRC and like is a multinational international thing that's happening and probably is Wakanda, it? I think, right? I would hope. It's called, it's called global. I mean, I would. I mean, mm-hmm. we call the World Series a world thing, and, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like yeah. just North America. They've got posters in Latvia, so. And she said that it was personal for them because they failed and it was, you know, a disgrace for them that, you know, the king died while they were there. Right. And they couldn't protect him. Right. So that's, I think that's not really the Dormelage's job. I, th- I feel like there's probably politicians all over from Wakanda, yeah. like probably fighting the same battles uh, that the politicians from America are having. But like, also this, this battle between the GRC and this flag smashers does not seem so, uh, clear cut that a soldier from Wakanda would just be like, I better get involved in this. <laughs> <laughs> I have to do something. Yeah. <laughs> Let me get in there. Um, okay. Jordan Pierce, another patron says, you guys didn't mention the callback to civil war where they get in the car with Zemo. And uh, when Sam, Sam gets in the back and says, you're not going to move the seat up. Are you? It's so wonderful. I died. <laughs> <laughs> It's good it's stuff. Great. Thank you for remembering that, Jordan. I think Jordan's in the live chat. <laughs> Jordan! Jordan! I, I'm sorry we didn't mention that. Totally right. I think that's a great callback. I love it. <laughs> yep. And I love that uh, this time it's it's the reverse and it's just like, no. <laughs> yep. They're they're swapped. <laughs> Payback. They keep having little, like, little tiny Easter eggs to the previous things. Like, you know, you've got the bad Easter egg of John Walker doing the shield into the chest mm-hmm. uh, from Cap doing that to Tony. You've got the uh, the little tidbit of how he how Bucky gets his arm back and working, like doing the yeah. windmill. <clears throat> I can't do it with the mic. Oh, I love it when Zoom. he does the windmill thing from uh, mm-hmm. when he did it in the Winter Soldier. Mm-hmm. Like, good stuff oh, all around. Panty dropping. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. Uh, John Litz, another patron, says, dudes, uh, episode four, (laughs) unreal. I love the dynamic between Walker and Bucky, especially when Walker is going to back up Sam. Lamar, in a way, was the moral compass for John, similar to how Steve was the moral compass for Bucky. 
While some people view Walker as the anti-Steve, in this case, he is also the anti-Bucky. Watching him transform from a good man in everyone's eyes to a cold-blooded murderer is the exact antithesis of Bucky in this series as well. Hmm. That's interesting. And it's interesting to... I'd love to have that explored. That's a really, like, uh, good point. The way they cross paths in their, in their arcs. Yep. They're, they're doing this number. One's going up, one's coming down. Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, so I'd love, I'd love for, you know, so, well, see, it's, it's, it's difficult because I, I, I'd love for Bucky to comment about the dark places John is going or something like that. Problem is, Bucky was, um, uh, mind controlled. So it's a little different. You know what I mean? Yeah. It wasn't his choice to go to those dark places. Right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So a little different. Uh, it, yeah, it's a touch different, but you can still connect with Walker on a personal level of like, I've been in those dark places. It may not have been my choice to go there, but yeah. I've been in those dark places. You have a choice. Don't go there. Let's be clear. I was forced to go. You went by choice. No, you know, <laughs> just to be clear, just to, just just to make, to make very distinction clear. very clear. <laughs> like, I am better than you morally, but I need you to come up to my level. Uh, <laughs> so silly. That's exactly how Bucky would tell it to him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I am better than you, but you can try. You can try real hard. Please do. So silly. Anyway. Uh, another of our patrons, Caliber Explosion. <laughs> uh, so this message, hello, true believers and nerds alike. I have a crazy off-the-wall theory about who our mysterious power broker might be. I think most of us are convinced that it's our homegirl, Sharon, but to me, that's too obvious. Mm-hmm. Listen here. I believe the power broker is Isaiah. What? Before you start... Before you start scratching your heads, hear me out. <laughs> okay. Isaiah didn't choose to be a super soldier, but to his misfortune, he was. And then, furthering his demise, he became a subject of experimentation to replicate the serum. Before the snap, Isaiah took it upon himself to rid the world of any future corrupted super soldiers, but unfortunately was probably dusted before he could finish his mission. During those five years of his absence, the serum was resurrected, quote-unquote, and put Isaiah back ten steps. Or so. When he reappeared, the Flag Smashers took the remaining samples from Isaiah because they want that unity that the Snap created, which would push an old man like Isaiah to go out and try to stop the serum from spreading. This would explain when Sam and Bucky visit Isaiah, he has a personal bodyguard of sorts meeting guests at the front door, and why when more questions arose, Isaiah forced Sam and Bucky to leave. It's a bonkers theory, but one I think could present itself Beautiful if done correctly. Imagine if we find out Isaiah is the power broker, the defeat in his eyes when he finds out that John Walker has become yet another super soldier. It would be a heartbreaking scene to see him admit that he can't do this in his old age, fully giving permission to Sam and Bucky to regain the shield and put an end to the madness. Hmm. I, uh... I like I like the off the wall theory. I think I wrote back to Caliber Explosion about this. I like the off the wall theory, but like I don't see any evidence for it. He mentioned the fact that he has a a guard at the door. I think that was just his grandson. I don't think there was a guard. Yeah, right? I think it was just like a young teenager. <laughs> yep, uh, opening the door. I think that was just a, his grandson. And also, like if he was the power broker of Madripoor, why is he living in like? Baltimore, like a, a, a sort of a, a 
kind of a crappy house in Baltimore, right? Like the yeah. power broker is someone with power <laughs> and influence of a type that is different than a super soldier's power. His power, it was pretty clearly stated that his power is not that of, of like money and success. He was sent to prison for 30 years. Like his power is his actual strength, his, his physical power, but he does not have like socioeconomic power. At least that's the way his, his story has been told to us thus far. So I think it would be a really weird leap. I think it would be too. Um, as much as I like way out there theories, and let me tell you, I'm all about them. I'm your guy. Yeah. We'll I put it on the board. I don't think this one's going on the board. Well, no. I, well we can put it on the board. It's fine. I mean, yeah, the it's board, gonna, I'll, the I'll board. put it in small text on the board. It's an infinite board. If it, hey, if it happens, Caliber Explosion okay. deserves credit, but I just, I just don't think that, uh, I personally do not subscribe to the theory. <laughs> okay. Okay. That's fair. The board is for everyone. The board's for everyone. I have to remember that. <laughs> Equal board opportunity. <laughs> so silly. We're an EBO podcast. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> okay. Oh, man. Stupid jokes aside. Alyssa sent us an email. Thank goodness I had a new episode of the Mighty Duck Show to watch as a chaser. Because a damn. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, people are actually watching the Mighty Ducks. Alright. She says that episode of Fatwas had me shook. <laughs> the entire episode crescendoed to that final moment and I still was not ready for it. They peeled back the layers, exposing the fragility of Walker's mental state at every turn. Meanwhile, the methodology of Sam, empathy-driven and conversational, was showcased so beautifully in his initial meeting with Carly. These two men, Sam and John, stood in such stark moral contrast to one another, and Carly finds herself oscillating in between the two moral extremes, ultimately turning to brutality and viciousness with less and less hesitancy until it's too late. The shock on her face, actually seeing Lamar die, Knowing she killed him was chilling. At that point, we knew Walker was gone. There was no reeling him back in, no hope of reform or redemption, and I still tried to plead with him, a desperate audience member, as he lifted the shield, saying out loud, don't you dare, don't you fucking dare use that shield to kill. That is not what it's for. Mm. And it was done. Bloodied, not by acts of valor, but by brutality. And I cried mourning the loss of something too pure and too perfect for words, something akin to the innocence of youth. I think I was mourning Steve. Oh, listen. Aww. That was beautifully written. Um, and what's the line in, there's a, there's an MCU movie that I'm not thinking of, where they say, like, they're talking about Steve, and it's like, there's a reason his weapon is a shield. You know what I mean? Like, he's not... Mm-hmm. His weapon is not, he uses a shield because his, he's not there to hurt you. You know, he's there to protect. Like that's his, that's his symbol. I feel like there's, there's, yeah, at least I've heard that talked about. And maybe it's not in a movie, but I, I feel like there's a line that I'm not coming to. Chat, help me. We'll just, um, yeah. I don't we'll know. We'll just say no, it's in remember. Captain America, the first Avenger. I, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <in there. laughs> not a perfect soldier, but a good man with a shield to protect you. Yes, that's right. It's Erskine. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for helping me. uh, It's because you didn't hear it in that German accent. That's it. That's it. That's it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, No, Alyssa, great, great feedback. I love, I love all of that. And yeah, the the dichotomy couldn't be clearer between Walker's punch it all and Sam's 
respect for everyone, even those he disagrees with. You know, he really does want Walker to do well, even. And I think he really wants, um, I think he really tries to talk to Walker. He really tries to talk to Carly. Like he's, he's trying to show respect to all people and help them. Uh, but like, except for Zemo. Hmm. Cause like at every turn, he reminds Zemo, you're a criminal. You're going back to jail. Like as soon as we're done here, you're going back to jail. Well, that's, that's just true though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's like, he's just spewing facts. There's a difference between like, uh, you know, just telling the truth and being cruel to someone. Uh, yeah. Yeah, but, but like on the plane, when, when he was saying like, uh, Trouble Man soundtrack, that's right. what Steve wrote down. And then, and Zemo's like, it's a masterpiece. James, you have to listen to it. Like, You're he explains everything about it. He's out of line, but, but he's right. He's <laughs> correct. He's out of line. I hate Still. to be, I hate to be in agreement with this son of a bitch, but he's right. Dude, every single thing he's been doing, I agree with. And everything he's been saying, I agree with. I'd be so easy to manipulate. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's just Daniel Brule would be pulling your no, strings. Yeah, he had me on board. Like, even when he went after Carly, I was like, okay, this makes perfect sense yeah, for his character. For his character, And then absolutely. he's going to get rid of all the stuff. Great. Perfect. I'm like, I didn't count 20, but okay. I mean, we definitely have to say there's some more vials out there, right? Oh, not that we know It didn't look like 20. I'm telling you. Well, no, there are 20 in total. They'd already used eight, so they only had 12 left. Okay. I don't know. I think someone needs to sweep that room one more time. (laughs) (laughs) I think we got some feedback about that, actually. That was, um, like, there were 20 vials that the guy made. Eight were done, or eight were taken by these Flag Smashers. One was taken by by Walker. Wish.com. Yeah, by... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> by wish.com cap and uh we only saw zemo smash i think it was nine mm. um but there's it was either eight or nine and they said in the message that there were three more that were unaccounted for and they were mm. like okay i'm just oh. gonna leave it at that three unaccounted <laughs> for and Math. I was like, oh <laughs> it's because it didn't look like yeah i don't know <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah so you're very convinced by zemo all you need is that one turkish delight and you'd tip oh he had me at champagne and airplanes <laughs> yeah. like, fuck that candy <laughs> ashley doesn't need the turkish delight no i'd be like can i wear your coat babe <laughs> champagne and airplanes is her turkish delight Mm-hmm. And I like scotch a lot. <laughs> She's got that Sokovian delight, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. <laughs> the thirst continues. Uh. <laughs> All right. Sir Falcon 38 on Twitter said, Adams, you cast John stabbing the guy with the shield was horrific. Steve mm-hmm. almost did the same thing to Tony in Civil War, but unlike John after using it like that, he dropped it versus John, who held onto it proudly. Steve, good. John, bad. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for putting it so Lame black and starts. white for us. Thank you for that TED talk. You know, uh, <laughs> that was wonderful. Oh, man. Steve, good. John, bad. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. I, I I couldn't put it to words. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't. I'm glad somebody did. <laughs> I just couldn't find the way to find an eloquent way to say that. He, yeah, yeah. It's, he nailed it. It's always been it. like. I'm I'm dancing around it with all of the words I keep throwing out. I really just need to make it succinct, and there it is. (laughs) So silly. 
Let's see. Weston Eric Bailey sent us an email. Hi, Ash, Matt, and Jeff. They put her first, Matt. Of course they did. <laughs> she, she belongs there. Okay, that's that's just because it's an A. A is oh, yeah, yeah, it's alphabetical, right. <laughs> Except that J comes before M. This is bullshit. I'm last. <laughs> anyway. That's the real problem. <laughs> uh, Weston says, Hi, Ash, Matt, and Jeff. I've had such a great time listening to your analysis, opinions, and theories about WandaVision, and now Fatwas. I am definitely going back to listen to your archives and will be entertained to hear what you had to say about the great library of films in the MCU. I, like many of your listeners, escaped to the MCU to have a good time, but I also appreciate that Marvel has a tremendous chance to affect its huge audience in a way not many entities or individuals can. I'm a mental health worker, and I've been really touched by the thread of confronting mental health stigma that Fatwas has taken. Bucky going to therapy, still maintaining that tough guy exterior, really does speak to the truth of why getting proper mental health care is so hard for some people. Bucky busts pervasive stigma against seeking treatment by practicing the principles he discusses while meeting with Dr. Rayner out in the real world and validating their effectiveness. Bucky may be a super soldier, but even he has no chance of repairing his broken mind with anything but a notebook of names and occasional talk therapy. Sam may have that prickly exterior, but even as recent as episode three, where he turns to the then Winter Soldier in the Madripoor bar and asks him if he's okay, there are many such examples of these two men caring for each other's mental health. The show is making clear that it's okay to talk about the stuff inside your head and normal for superheroes to get help. I'm glad Marvel is even taking a jab at this issue by so effectively normalizing the conversation and treatment practices. If Bucky can go to therapy, then maybe one of Marvel's fans goes and gets the help that they needed, but were too afraid to ask for previously. Just as the hotly debated civil rights and racism topics are of central importance to the stand Marvel is taking with Fatwas, so too should this mental health discussion be at the forefront of the primary topic takeaways from the show. I hope to see that the emphasis of lines like Bucky's, if he was wrong about you, then he was wrong about me, have on the larger picture of how crippling yet common mental health issues really are. Bucky's introspective look at his self-worth in that line is a healthy coping tool for his conflict and a foreshadowing clue that his unsettled mental turmoil will need to be healed before he can function at his best or most independent. Thanks again for all you do. Love you three times ten to the fourth, Eric from the Woodland. <laughs> Thank I you, I loved Eric. this email. Eric, that was so much smarter than anything I've ever said in my life. <laughs> like, thank you for allowing me to sound that smart with the words like that coming out of my mouth. <clears throat> um, I feel like this is a great opportunity <laughs> I have been afforded. And <laughs> yeah, I genuinely for, want to say thank you. There was a lot. There was a lot in there. And I, I really love it. And, and yes, very well stated and well, uh, well said. But yeah, it's just a great point that, you know, we, we've talked a lot about the racial issues that the show's brought up and the, the socioeconomic issues and the immigrant issues, but like the mental health stuff is very real. And I'm, you know, I'm, I'm proud that our generation is so okay. Talking about mental health, you know, yeah. like Are we? much more so than previous generations. I don't know. I have a lot of friends who go to, go to therapy and we talk about it. I think it's, I think it's taken for our generation, for the, um, 
the early millennials, the older millennials, the elder millennials. Yeah, sorry, the elder millennials. <laughs> I think I think we're closer to being like very accepting of uh, of mental health discussion. Right. A lot of people, I would say more so than the previous generation are going, but yeah. still not enough. Like there's sure. sure, sure, sure. There's still a lot of people that are like, I don't know, man. I just I can't talk to somebody. I think part of the issue is that it's so damn expensive. Mm. Yeah, that's a big problem. And even with insurance, it's expensive. Yeah. Um, that made me think about something that you guys were talking about um, on the cast that I feel like upon a rewatch was a little bit more clear, but like Walker getting through Bucky to get to Carly and Sam, I saw it very clearly as him using that kind of mental, you know, kind of like getting in Bucky's head. Like, he's like, do you really want his blood on your hands? Like your partner could be getting killed right now. Are you just going to let that happen? And like, just the look on Bucky's face, like I could just see a million scenes going through his head of things he's been through and this and that, like, uh, just kind of like broke him for a second. And he was like, no, Mm -hmm. I can't, I cannot have that happen to Sam. So I feel like he didn't expect him to go in and just kind of go crazy like that. But, uh, he definitely, he got in his head and that's how he got by him. I think. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And that's, that's uh, possible. Somebody else I brought up it might've just been at the 10 minute mark, which is possible. That was me. (laughs) Oh yeah. yeah, That was you. (laughs) Could have also just been the 10 minutes of pass. Yeah. Cause he stopped, he puts his hand on his chest and he's like, Oh, do you want his blood? And he was like, Oh, that hot Bucky face when he feels a little hurt and a little lost and just needs a friend, (laughs) you know, when he's going through some trauma and he just needs a shoulder. I could be okay. there. I know the face. I, I zone in on it. Hurt puppy. <laughs> Don't take advantage of Bucky's trauma. <laughs> oh, I would. I would take so much. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, my God. So I mean, like, do you want to talk, babe? Let's oh, talk. I, I do want to say about mental uh, mental health and getting 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 help. Uh, therapy often is covered by insurance, though. And I just want to say that because some people, you, you said it's also – not uh, all expensive, right? Not all, but it is some. So don't let his mind. If you yeah. think you need it, and you you should reach out to your insurance and check because mine currently, I don't know how many sessions I get, but it's like twenty five dollar copay or something like that. So it's really not bad. Oh, that's not bad. Um, Must be nice. So so just wanted to yeah yeah yeah, yeah for sure. I, I, okay. I some I, places just wanted to make sure other people out there might have similar situations and may be able to get help if they need it. I didn't want us to put out there that it's always expensive because sometimes it's not. Yeah. Well, like You're mine, lucky. mine. I looked earlier today for um, <laughs> for somebody to talk to, you know, and like it's it's forty five dollars copay and like hundred percent coverage on the insurance. But like uh, looking for providers in the network is like here's somebody that's forty five miles away, right? I yeah. would it, it just, okay. I would call someone you <sighs> want to see and ask if they take your insurance because mine's the same way. My insurance, if I look on the in network, there's like three in the Alabama. But then mm-hmm. I, when I was talking to someone about seeing them and they were like, Oh yeah, I take that insurance. And for whatever reason, they're not on my, I think the insurance websites just aren't very good. Oh yeah. They're not. My case. So I think like, you might can just call 100% and be like, no, they're not. <laughs> do you take this insurance? And they're like, yes, I do. Yeah. I've, uh, I tried that with a dentist at one point. It was like, do you guys take this insurance? Yeah, we do. And then mm-hmm. I scheduled an appointment and then like, a week before the appointment, they're like, we were looking at your thing and like your insurance is only accepted by one provider and they're actually not here on Fridays. Mm. So Fun. I was like, what the yeah, that's- <laughs> yeah. American yeah. health insurance, everybody American. Yeah. yeah right? Over okay. here. 
Jesus Christ. Everywhere. I had a similar thing happen to the dentist just a few months ago where I had to get a crown put on. And they were like, it's going to be this much. And I was like, okay, good. Because it's the middle of the pandemic and I have no job and I need to pay that much. I can pay that much. Yeah. I'll get it done. And they they did it. And then they were like, actually, it's going to be three times that. And I was like, after you did it? And so anyway, I called, I called and talked to the manager and I was like, listen, no. <laughs> and they were like, and they, they did let me out of it, actually. You can have it back. Wow. Yeah. Have the crown back. Uh, we got Ryan Collins on an email. Said, Hi, pandas. See, the- Groups everybody together. I can imagine I'm first. Nobody Wait. has to feel last. Yeah, nobody has to feel like last. God. Hey, how do you think I feel when people are like, hey, dudes? I'm like, hey, brah. <laughs> That's you. You're a dude, though. I'm a dudette. <laughs> You're a dude, bro. <laughs> okay. I do want to say about Eric's feedback, actually. He talked about going and just listen to the uh, archives. And I, I feel since Ashley's his favorite, he's going to be very disappointed when he gets to the big first five years and Ashley's not there. The oh, first five years. Well, yeah. Just listen to the feedback ones. I'm in there. You'll you'll hear my voice. You won't hear my voice, but you'll hear it like read through Jeff. Yeah, you know. Jeff will <laughs> channel Ashley. Yeah. I, I, I'm, he I'm used being to my best. He used conduit. to do really good at it. <laughs> well, Ashley, Jeff, Jeff is nothing but if but if not an Ashley conduit. <laughs> yep. My plan is working. <laughs> Taking over. They have no idea. <laughs> They'll think it was their idea. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love your evil laugh so much. It's so good. It comes so naturally. I don't know it why. It does seem it's to. It seem to. Born with it. Maybe she's born with it. Maybe it's evil. It's <laughs> though. Maybe it's Agatha. Mm. <laughs> I like how we all went different directions with that. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, Ryan Collins says, Hi, Pandas. I was wondering what your opinion is about my friends and my discussion we had after watching this week's episode. My friend thinks John Walker is the big bad of the show, and I disagree. I think it's Zemo. My question for you is, do you think John is a villain or just a troubled person trying to do the right thing in the worst possible way? And could all of this be avoided? I feel like maybe, just maybe, John going off the rails could have been avoided. In episode two, John got some sympathy points when he wanted to team up with Falcon and the Winter Soldier, but both of them weren't having it. Both of them were jerks to him because he was the new Cap, but it's not totally his fault. The government should have picked Sam or even Bucky, but then went with John, and that's on the government, not John. John seemed like he tried to make his own Avengers team, but only got Battlestar to join him. He (laughs) seems like the new kid on the team who got rejected and is trying to make his own team while trying to make the old team jealous. Also, everyone I see online, not just a train of panda chat, but all over, mm-hmm. is mad at John for killing the Flag Smasher with Cap Shield, but we overlook a few scenarios in the MCU. Tony created Ultron, which caused the death of tons of people. Wanda kidnapped a whole town. Thor chopped off Thanos' head after Thanos killed most of his friends. And Peter sicking Edith on his classmate. Okay, the last one was a joke, but the point is... I definitely agree that John mm-hmm. needs to change his way, especially if he wants to keep the the mantle of Cap, but I feel like he should have gotten a chance instead of just being judged right away. He reminds me of a lamer Deadpool. He does bad things and does it for the right reason. I mean, he killed a guy because his best friend got killed. I know 99% or 99.9% of people would say they'd never do what John did, me included, but most of us, I hope, would never have been in that situation, and I hope no one ever will be, so it's easy to judge as an outsider and say he's out of line. I don't know, I'm not convinced that Walker's a bad guy. He is to the Avengers, or he is to the Avengers as Deadpool is to the X-Men. 
just wondering on your thoughts about all this, and I'm sorry for the long email. I tried to sum up a three-hour discussion into three paragraphs. Feel free to shorten this if you feel like it's too long. Great job, and love you all 3,000. <laughs> Tony, Wanda, and Ultron didn't wink at me like a giant douche nozzle. That's what it's... That's the, all he did was that, and I was like, I hate you. <laughs> that's funny. Ryan, like, the big bad of the season's the system, man. You know? It's the system. It's just the system, The system's man. always it's been the big bad. The system. You can't, it's Behind the system. it all. Uh, but no, in seriousness, I think it is. Like, I think it's the system. I think that, like... And I also think it's extremism, right? Yeah, I mm-hmm. think it's extreme adherence to, you know, a, a particular set of rules that are not necessarily good for every person. Like, there's no nuance in it you know and when some people are hurting and other people are doing okay like you need to focus on the people that are hurting and do something to help them but that's not what's happening here right and well i guess i, I guess i mean problem. because carly is the opposite side of that coin she is focusing mm-hmm. on the hurting but she's doing it to the degree that she is hurting to others the detriment of those right right so like i think the i think what we're going to end up with and i don't know how i feel about this and it really depends on how they execute it is this show is about extremism it's like yeah. these two yeah. people are on opposite sides of the coin and they're not willing to look across and see what the other, see who the other person even is. You know what I mean? And I think yeah. that's like very accurate of what's going on in the world today. And I think that is what this show is trying to like, like, I think they had to rewrite this show after COVID hit and it was about a pandemic mm-hmm. originally and they rewrote it and they did a lot of new things. And I think that like, the way that our country was divided through this time probably informed the way that they're like navigating these characters now in this new formation of the story. And like, it's about two characters who are going drastically opposite directions. And now Sam is trying to be a reasonable human being in the middle. And I I think that's what it's about, but I really, I, you know, I don't know. Paul Hoppies and Madman in the chat. Like I just looked over at what he said. He says fight was confirmed centrist propaganda. <laughs> All I want to do is read Zen Madman's quote. <laughs> Thank thing. you, Paul. Yeah, you guys. All, everyone follows Zen Madman on Twitch too. He also says, "But Deadpool's got personality, and personality goes a long way." Quote Nick Fury. Well, <laughs> not Nick Fury per se, but close enough. Close enough. Don't burst my bubble. Okay, no, yeah, it's fine. It's fine. It does. Uh, like, and that's the thing. I think that, uh, John Walker gets a lot of hate, like, like Ashley just said, from that wink and like that first appearance. And it's mostly, that's most of that is not a good reason to hate him. Him uh-huh. bashing someone's me. skull in on those steps with Cap's shield and sullying his memory, like, that that may be a reason to hate him. You know what I mean? Like I feel like he just yeah. now yeah. is doing like he acted like a Maybe? douche. A lot of his like things he said that were sort of rough were like just his bravado and him trying to live up to a role there's no way to live up to, you know? And I think yeah. that I have some sympathy for him in a lot of that stuff. But like Yeah. I like, don't know. He's though. a jerk. Like, he could, he's a dick and, and that's I agree. Yeah. But that's no reason uh, that like <laughs> like 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 BVK said, and and Haley Hobbs just quoted him in chat. He's a douche canoe. Yeah, yeah, he's like a whole canoe of douche. Yeah, yep. Yeah, I get it. I get it. He is, and I, and I think like he's they're very deliberately made in that way. But like, this is the first thing he's done. Maybe maybe the first 
Well, like when he sprung Bucky from the Baltimore prison or not prison from the Baltimore uh, jail. Right. When the cops had him and he's like, who do you think got him out? And he like motions to himself like, come on, yeah. praise me. He's conceited. Yeah, I totally agree. No, man, I'm not going to praise you for that. No. Get the hell out of here. And then when they yeah. walk outside and he uses the, the, the alarm from the cop car to signal them like, hey, guys, come on over oh, here. Like, oh, my away. God, are you kidding me? Like, no. No, 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 no. Mm-hmm. I don't like this guy. Yeah, some at people all. just aren't likable. <laughs> <laughs> no matter how hard it's they not try. Because he looks like Carl from Up in a helmet. It's not, it wasn't that, although it didn't help. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> well, everybody keeps saying that. <laughs> to Google it. <laughs> yeah, it, it's pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I, anyway. in answer to Ryan's question, I don't think he is the big bad, although he may be the big – often in these movies, there's a big physical bad and there's a big sort of like thematic bad that they're facing. Like, so they I have to – I was going to say emotional, but that's not the right term. Right, right, right. I almost said like intellectual, which is also not the right term. It's like thematic. Like there's 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 yeah. – Doctor Strange has to fight Kaecilius, but he has to beat Dormammu by removing his his self-love from the situation, like becoming becoming humble and dying, you know? Like that's over his, and over again. Over yeah. and over again. Being willing to sacrifice himself. That's the that's the arc of that movie. Almost all these movies, there's a physical battle, and when they're done right, there's a physical battle, but there's also a thematic victory that has to happen. And I think that the he may be the final fight in this show. I feel like that might be make the most sense because for the new caps to fight this intermediate cap or whatever. Yeah. Um, but I don't think he's, he's the thematic bad, if that makes sense. He's, can we, okay. I feel like wish.com cap is too long. Dollar general cap is too long. Mm-hmm. What about rebound cap? Ooh. That's just as long. <laughs> it's one less syllable, but. Okay, whatever. But yeah, sure. He wouldn't even be my rebound. Like, <laughs> well, he's America's rebound. They chose him. Not know? all of America. We didn't all pick, and we did not all pick. <laughs> I didn't him. Just vote ask for Sam's him. sister. Do not speak for me. Just ask <laughs> Sam's sister. That's right. I, I like great value cap. Personally. Government shell. Yeah. <laughs> I, di- I like dime store cap a lot. I- Dime store cap is fun. He's got those crazy eyes. Listen, when when he's got that actor crazy. in real life is he uh, is a good looking man. He looks just like this. Is nothing against him. I'm speaking only to the character, so nobody take this wrong. When yeah, I'm okay. making the jokes about him, I'm just talking about the character. He's got the crazy eyes. He's twitchy. He obviously has anger problems. The way he signed that thing for the little girl, like you haven't been Captain America long enough for that to bother you. Get over yourself. He just, you know, he just yeah, he's right? that guy at the bar that I would like. Uh, be like we're leaving if he even yeah. looked at me girls girls we're going i think a lot okay. of that though is him playing the role that he thinks he's supposed to be playing like a lot of the stuff he does i think he's playing the yeah. role of cap he that he lied. thinks he's supposed to be he lied saying that he studied cap then because he's not doing anything who's the lady that that was there at the beginning of episode two that was talking to him in the locker room that he like there, there seemed to be a relationship there. Like she said that she loved him. I thought him. He said, wife, I too. Yeah, I thought girlfriend. that was his wife. From what yeah, I, yeah, that's understood. what I was thinking too. Like I thought that that was his wife or girlfriend or like long term relationship something. Mm-hmm. But like mm-hmm. we haven't seen her since then. 
Like, what's right. she going to think of all this? What is she going to think of what John did? I was just listening to them over on Superhero Ethics, their discussion of this week's episode, and they were talking a lot about how, like, those first two episodes started a lot of storylines that, like, feel like they were supposed to be important to the show and feel like that was the show. And then these two have been Madripoor battle fight scene things, which these two were directed by the John Wick director. Isn't that right? Ooh, really? I love that. Or Everybody's yeah. in the chat is freaking, that is his wife, Olivia Walker. He wears a ring. Okay. That's his wife. That's okay. his wife. We got it, guys. <laughs> cool. So Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I, I didn't catch it. I didn't catch that he had a ring and I didn't hear them say wife in the episode, but I, I just heard a lot of people saying that she was his wife. I don't look at his show. hands. I don't care if he's married. Paul <laughs> says written and directed by uh John Wick guy. Right, right. That's awesome. I really love these two episodes. I, I, the Super Ethics guys did not, but I get what they're saying that the vi or like at least I think it was Paul who is is Zen Madman in the chat Paul. didn't didn't like these as much, and I think these episodes were awesome. These are what I Me want too. from the show. I love this. Me too. I like action. I, I do too. Actually, I don't like action unless it's motivated and i feel like all of the action so far has been well motivated oh yeah i think that uh those first two episodes do feel like a very different show you know what i mean they there's a lot of things that, but I, I think the idea is a lot of those things they set up like the sister um this is me sorry this is me responding to the superhero ethics podcast i was just listening to not really what was going on right now um <laughs> but uh the the i think a lot of those storylines in the first episode like the sister and Nori and the um therapist, all that stuff, his amends, I think that is all going to come back in the end. And the experiences they're going through now are going to lead to some sort of resolution. Those are all their sort of personal character arcs they're sort of setting up. But it is weird because they're off on this journey. They're not touching in on those things at all. And so we're just leaving those plot lines behind for two full episodes. It does feel a little yeah. off kilter. There's just so much more important stuff going on and we don't have a lot of time. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. You know, uh, I want to correct, um, correct the thing that was said about the John Wick person. Uh, Derek Kolstad wrote last week's episode and this week's episode. Um, but it's been the whole series is directed by Car- Kari Skogland or Skogland. Okay, mm-hmm. so he wrote Derek it. Derek Colstad only it. only wrote two episodes, right? Interesting. I I heard the write and direct thing too, and I had it really made a lot of sense, especially that Sharon Carter fighting felt mm-hmm. very yeah. John Wick. It did. It did. Yeah. And the Dora Milaje scene felt felt very. When John did Wick. she become Black Panther uh, or not <laughs> or Black Widow? Oh, he yeah. said Dora Milaje <laughs> at the same time, and it totally messed me up. <laughs> <laughs> Sharon Carter will be the new Black Panther. <laughs> no, he didn't. Talk about white women taking over. I'm here with my Uggs. They get a Starbucks there immediately. There you go, Okoye. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wow, you just offended literally everyone. <laughs> <laughs> I can say it. I'm one of them. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's uh okay, we're going to take a quick break because we are at that time and then we're going to check in with the live chat and see what everybody's been saying. We'll be right back after this ad we have no control over. And we're back. And we're back. And we're back. <laughs> Harmony. All right. 
What is happening, Ashley? Welcome back. Uh, thanks for rounding up all the feedback for us. You got some feedback to throw from the live uh, watch of the podcast here? Thrilled to be here, fellas. Let's dive in. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Aaron Deming on YouTube says, how crazy is our Steve being the power broker theory? I guess he means like Cap. Uh, mm. He could be undercover as a villain to weed our weed out the real villains. No one would recognize old man Cap. They would just oh. think it was Joe Biden. I added that. I love that. <laughs> I love that. That like he uses his uh, status as old man Cap because nobody knows he's old. Nobody knows he aged because nobody knows about the time travel to be the power broker. And he's like in you know whatever stopping crime in Madripoor or something. Huh. Yeah, he's, he watches them run by like, there go my boys. <laughs> <laughs> my boys. There goes my boys. <laughs> Proud smile. Oh, man. <laughs> Proud old man cap is just like, it's a mood I never knew I needed in my life. <laughs> <laughs> like, there's my boy. He's a good one. It's like, uh, just tell me you're proud of me. Tell me you're proud of me, old man cap, please. I need it. That is all I need is old man cap's approval. Um, that's great. I also heard someone saying the theory that it could be uh, Fury could be the power broker. Ooh. Um, that sounds like something he I would do. I don't think he'd be. Yeah, he, he. The texts are very sound very much like a Samuel L. Jackson text. The ones that Carly's been getting. I'm gonna <laughs> fucking kill you. I kill you. <laughs> yeah. That's and and like. You know, Fury is, is the, Fury is probably in space though, so it's unlikely, but Fury is also the guy who like put together the Avengers, so it would make sense if he's like trying to put together a super team that he, him and Sharon, who worked together last we saw them, would be out working, uh, ooh, could be, uh, Maria Hill, could also be mm-hmm. Power Broker. I need Maria Hill for my, uh, for my fantasy roster. Let's do that. <laughs> <laughs> we really gotta get the fantasy, uh, draft. And, and get it to go wider soon. We got to talk about that. Uh, z- we, <laughs> yeah, we haven't talked about it on the show, but z- we've been doing this fantasy draft where we draft characters. And then if they show up in series, we get points and we're going to try to talk to zoo about, uh, making it for more pandas. I like it. I like it. I, a like, lot. It. I like it a lot. We need a, a broader net cast. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, I haven't even looked at that since we picked up our things. I am not good at this game. <laughs> I haven't looked at it once. Sorry, Zoo. Um, okay, Hera JK says, I feel like this whole season is to prove Sam wrong, that he is cap, is the cap we need, and that it's a great message. Yeah. Mm. I love that. How wholesome. <laughs> How wholesome. <laughs> Indeed. It's, it's good, Indeed. though, because like, it, it feels like it feels like Sam needs convincing. Like, you know, he's still in that in that space of like there can never be a cap like Steve Rogers. And that's not necessarily what we're looking for. We're not looking for somebody to be a cap like Steve Rogers. We're looking for somebody to be a cap that would be approved by Steve Rogers. Yeah. You know? mm. we're just we're looking for the elements that make Steve Rogers, Steve Rogers, not necessarily the exact same person, you know? Right. If we yeah. wanted that, we'd just clone him. Oh, can they? <laughs> <laughs> can they send Ashley thing? one? Can I have that? <laughs> please, 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 please. I'll never leave, never leave my house again. 
Um, SparkSam85 says, any discussion about Sharon and her satellite? I think it's Fury. I think she's working for Fury. I'm just going to put that out there now. I don't know. I don't know about Fury. I, I feel like he's in space. It's probably not him. But, I mean, he could easily be com- com- but communicating from satellites space. are in space. Space. Yeah. Space. She's still working with somebody. Good point. <laughs> It all goes back to space. Uh, if you if you guys look at the the digital whiteboard that we've got uh, for the MCU cast, like there's this big swath of like everything that was Wandavision related, and then like everything has arrows back to space <laughs> in big text on the left side. <laughs> like it all works its way back to space. That's pretty wonderful. Uh, okay. Oh, God, how do I say this? I feel like I've said it before, and I'm just going to butcher it. Gusto Hat Third. (laughs) Anyway, I wonder if we'll get to see a weird situation of Sam being forced to defend John Walker if they choose to kill him for the murder. Ooh. Mm. Man, that would be be rough. Would he defend him? Hell no. He'd be like, headshot. No, just kidding. That's that's more Bucky. Me and Bucky are on the same page. I don't know that he would delight in it, but I, I do think that like if it was the law that Sam wouldn't necessarily go against it. He would like fight for his life, maybe. Maybe. You know, I think maybe. I think Sam would see that as what it is, where somebody watched something traumatic that you know, like their best friend got killed mm-hmm. right in front of them. They watched something traumatic like that happen and then reacted. In a very negative way. Right. Uh, and I think Sam would see that as PTSD or, you know, just any of the myriad of things that it, that it could have been and would want to work with him like he does all of the other, all the other vets that he's worked with. Right. I, I agree. But like, it, it, and like, I'm not saying I'm pro doing this, but I think that Sam, if, if like the American government said you committed a war crime and the punishment is death, he would probably not. I don't see him like breaking him out to save him. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. No, yeah. That's all I'm I saying. I don't think Sam would break him out to save him, but I think he would, he would definitely push stand back. up for him. Yeah. I yeah, I'd stand up see for that. him against the system. Yeah, yeah for yeah. sure. Like he doesn't need to die. He needs he needs therapy. Like yeah, his counseling stuff will take over. He's kind of working within the system now, but if you think about it, like uh, every scenario we've seen Falcon, he's always been like bucking the system. You know, like bucking. Yeah, bucking. Uh, in in Winter <laughs> Soldier, he, he and he and he and uh, they were on the run, and they went to his house to get his help. And then uh, in Civil War, mm-hmm. obviously, uh, they're they're on the run, and and yeah, it's just like Falcon has always been like against the American government in in every movie we've seen him in. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Like I, I feel like there's a, a caveat that needs to be <laughs> thrown out there is that it's not necessarily that Sam has been against the government. He's he's more been for uh, in. In favor of nuance, in favor of you know doing the right thing, oh, I, depending I agree. on the situation, not just like yeah. strictly against the government, but most of the time the government or a government agency has been doing the wrong thing around him. I'm just saying we really only had him in two movies. Uh, we, right. had, we, we had and and both of those movies. <laughs> 
<laughs> three movies, I guess, with Infinity War and all, all three and, and Endgame, of course. But uh, like in all of them, he's like kind of uh, he's he ends up on the opposite side of the government because <laughs> because Steve has been that way for the last while. And he was just doing what Steve does, but slower. You know, I'm not like right. saying it's bad. He shouldn't yeah. do that. I'm just saying like just the, the way that you said it had a, a possibility of a really bad connotation. <laughs> Right, right. Like, I'm not saying he's like a traitor. That Sam Wilson's always on the wrong side of the government. <laughs> well, yeah. Just, rabble, 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 rabble. Yeah. <laughs> yep. I guess I get it, the only time I guess we've seen him like not on the run, <laughs> like literally not a fugitive. The only time was uh, when he fought Ant-Man that time. <laughs> yeah. That's like yeah. the only time he wasn't a fugitive. <laughs> yeah. That's all I'm that, saying. Uh, he was, was in um, Ultron for a minute at the party. Oh, yeah. That's true. That's true. He was not a fugitive at that point. <laughs> uh, there was uh, there was that scene at the end of Ant-Man, though. Like, it wasn't long between, like, the bulk of Ant-Man and the ending of Ant-Man for, for Sam to be on the run again. Because, like... He was at Avengers headquarters, right? In New mm-hmm. York, in upstate New York. And then like, by the end of it, he's like, I'm looking for a guy that shrinks. And he had on the, the standard Marvel incognito outfit yeah. of like, yeah, yeah. ball caps, ball sunglasses. Cap. <laughs> and he was looking for a guy that shrinks. Yeah. Lee Waters says, any thought on who our mystery award winning performer playing a notable Marvel character who is debuting next week will be? I kind of hope Paul it's Bettany. another Paul. Bethany situation where it ends up being an alpine the cat. <laughs> I don't know. Paul Bettany is white vision. Nailed I hope it. so. Has he won an award? I don't know. I don't he know. Should have. Uh, I'll go get it. This show was originally supposed to air before though, so I don't know if it would be white oh, vision. Oh yeah, it's true. Or maybe they fixed it since. Yeah, it could be, but it seems like they kept a lot. They did a you can tell by a lot of the scenes that they kept most of the stuff they did cuz like there's there's all these like weird angles and cuts where you can tell they edited something out and it's like they edited the dialogue to change. So I don't think they did any new fight scenes or anything. I don't think, but maybe, maybe in the last episode or something. This is still happening, uh, roughly five months after the events of WandaVision. Okay. I mean, I, I'm just, I'm saying, like, why Vision's out there. Right, why Vision exists. He's probably not going to show up. If he had shown up in the original cut, it would have spoiled White Vision for the WandaVision, is what I'm saying. Like, it's not that he can't, it's it's just that originally they wouldn't have had it air that way. Now, they could have added him, but I I just kind of doubt it. It doesn't look like he's won an Oscar, so I don't know. If they're saying it's an Academy Award. Gusto the Third says Betty White is the power broker. <laughs> I would love that so much. That woman is a legend. I have no idea, and I like I'm I'm gun shy of speculation. I really am. I have no idea who's going to show up. Who Who do you think it'll be? Yeah. Who do you think it'll be? Is it the power broker? The power broker is going to be the the cameo. Be somebody famous? Yeah, I hope so. I'd feel pretty let down if we get out of this and we don't find out that the power broker is somebody we've met already or. Somebody super famous. Like the an power Award. broker is Justin Hammer. You think they're going to bring Rockwell back? I'd love that. And he's won a lot of awards. I really hope they're going to bring Rockwell back. I've, and I think he'll be back for Armor Wars. I'm really hopeful anyway. Me too. Didn't they say that it's it's not somebody who's been in the movies already? Oh, I, d- I don't know that. 
I think I think that's what I've read. I've like I've tried to avoid the the whole like speculation engine because like right I was very guilty of it <laughs> in, in WandaVision. It got us in trouble last time. And I, yeah, I mean, I might have taken us down a rabbit hole or two. But um, what you? you know, <laughs> no, no, I don't do that. But I just I gotta say, Al Pacino is the power broker. Is Mephisto? There you go. Oh, there we mm, go. I like there it. There it is. I, I love like it. it. I so love it. you got you got a call, Ashley. You want to you want to throw out somebody you think it is? Everybody has been in these movies or is coming up in these movies. Right. Like they already took Russell Crowe. It's really and hard. Bale. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna say Tom Hanks, and I don't. He's the power Ooh. broker. Tom Hanks. Tom is Hanks the is the power broker. <laughs> oh <laughs> God, that would be so good. <laughs> Tom Hanks is always that like blank slate everyman, like mm-hmm. such a swell guy, you know? Yeah, and, like to see Tom Hanks dive into a role where he gets to be this like menacing bad guy. Yeah. Oh, I would love it. Yeah. I would love that. I am going to effing kill you. Heart face. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> I love it. That's a, that's a, that's a good ridiculous call. I like it a lot. I like it a lot. What else we got in the chat? Uh, JC Levito on YouTube says, just thinking, will all the hate happen to John Walker if he does not have the shield anymore? Hmm. Hmm. Depends on his attitude. I said it in the first episode or two. I think the amazing arc would be is if we start to show the way we feel about Cap, and then by the end we all love him. And like, even though it'd be even even a crazier arc if after he's done what he's done, they somehow find a way to rehab the character. Like, maybe he realizes what he did was wrong. He gives up the shield by choice. Like, um you know, hands it over, like forces himself to be prosecuted, you know? Um, but that's probably a dream. (laughs) (laughs) He hands the shield to Sam, pulls out a uniform that's fitted just for Sam. It's the cat uniform. It's like, I've been holding onto this all along. This belongs to you. And then I'll forgive him. (laughs) If he gives it to Sam and then like goes to do charity work to try to redeem himself. Captain, my captain. I would be okay with that. Yeah. Fair enough. I don't, yeah, um, I don't know. He has, he has to get some punishment for what he's done, but like, yeah, there's a way well, to rehab Frank that Castle. character. Yeah, so, 50 well, lashings. Somebody said in one of the feedbacks uh, that I had to cut out, by the way, we had tons of feedback and I'm sorry that we didn't get to more of it. There was, we got to as much as we could. Um, but there were, uh, there was some feedback saying that like he would be, he would, they would like him to turn into like a Frank Castle type character. Um, a super soldier who's out to, you know, do things wrong for the right reason. Yeah. We're really not talking about how big of a problem that is. Like, we really, we keep kind of bringing it up, but not really sitting on the fact that, oh shit, he's a super soldier now. You mm-hmm. can't, like, just arrest him. He's a big problem. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, not only is he a super soldier, he's a super soldier that's, like, super off psycho the deep soldier. End. Yeah. Cuckoo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh. Somebody get that shield. <laughs> and he does not seem to be upset about the way things went either. Like, the way he puts the shield back on. I don't think he's going to care about it. He's going to be like, here, take your piece of shit and just be like, I'm a super soldier now. I don't need it. Mm. Anti-cap. Oh, that's what he's going to be now. Anti-cap. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm not Captain America. I'm U.S. agent. <laughs> yeah. Cool name, bro. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a comic book character, idiot. <laughs> <laughs> What's you got, Ashley? 
the last two are kind of similar. Um, Nadia's Gaming. I'm sorry if I'm saying that wrong. And Vermilion. I'm just having a hard time reading this tonight, guys. I'm sorry. All right. Natasha released everything to the public. Isaiah's got to be in that stuff. I suppose if you don't dig, you won't uncover anything. But I'm curious if his existence will be brought into the public light before passing on the shield. And Nadia's Gaming said, do you guys think that Isaiah's storyline is done for the show? Was his scenes just planting the seed for a later show? Mm. I mean, I want to say that it's absolutely planting the seeds for young uh Avengers. Young Avengers. I was going to say Young Justice. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. That show's already done. <laughs> but, like, I, I really think that he's he's part of the planting the seeds for Young Justice. Damn it, I said it! Yep. For Young Avengers. Uh, so that we can have <laughs> Eli, you know, carrying on the legacy of his grandfather. Right? Right. Of trying to be patriot, super soldier, whatever. Uh, and, and lead a team. But, that I wonder if that might lead us to like, because uh, like Eli was shown to not actually have gotten his powers from blood transfusion from his grandfather. It was mutant growth hormone that he was taking, right? And it huh. because it was mutant growth hormone, they could lead us to mutants. Yeah, yeah and, I don't think X-Men. that's how we're getting to mutants. I don't think I, it's going to go there. I though. think if they do the transfusion storyline, I think that'll just be his new origin story in this version. Like it's it, half the people who talk about Patriot, that's what they say anyway. When I hear him talking, like I've heard a lot it's of a like, yeah, he got its powers from a transfusion from his. Uh, like I've heard that on multiple YouTube channels, which I think the mutant growth yeah, hormone thing like, that you find little, out later is like, um, you know, it's kind of a retcon. Know, it kind of takes away and I think from they could or just takes ignore that retcon the, that info or that, and it would be fine. Damn it, like, takes inspiration from the the Jennifer Walters origin with She Hulk because like the exact same thing. Right, which is coming, so. Mm. Right, right, huh. right. There was also some feedback. Yeah, can't do it twice. Just to throw it out, like, that now that oh, no. all Leave the vials have been destroyed, been if enough. that's the case, and the power broker wants more, like, they may have to go oh, back to Isaiah, like- you know? I know. Oh, They're going to try to kidnap somebody. I'll lead your army. Oh, maybe they'll get Walker. Maybe Walker will join up with the power broker and be like, take my blood. Let's make an army. Oh, interesting. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, would he, would, would he want more people to have the power because he believes like, you know, we need more American soldiers who can do this. Or is he Mm. sort of like maniacal in a way that he wants the power for himself and no one else, you know? I I see him doing that only if he like gets, discharged dishonorably and like kicked out and he's like, well, screw you guys. I'm going to go join with the bad guys. If he's still in the service of the government, I'm not sure. <laughs> hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Was there any more? Or was that the last one? That's it. It's a good feedback. Lots of good stuff to talk about. Like, I don't even know where we go from here. I don't know what next week's going to look like. I really, this shook the show up so much. This, this shield shielding, uh, that was done at the end. Oof. Like, I'm like, what, where do we go from here? I have no idea. <laughs> trial. So, yeah, just like get that shield. <laughs> do we go on trial? Do they do they have to turn on Cap? Like, is America going to support Cap? In which case, like, I don't know what that means. Like, 
geopolitically what? and like what does that say about america yeah it really uh, like i they are going into some like very interesting places and i am excited to see what these last two uh, episodes do like really really yeah. excited me too same yeah. mm. all right Easy. so let's get there i'm gonna go hibernate until friday that sounds great that sounds great <laughs> let's uh, let's take a four-day nap oh no wait i can't on Thursday, I got my second shot for the vaccine. Oh, I got mine on Tuesday. Woo! More importantly, Trivia Wednesday. Oh, yeah, that's oh, right, true. right, right. Trivia Wednesday. That's true. <laughs> More important. Right here on twitch.tv slash TV. That's right. And on YouTube now, too, kind of. Yeah. If you don't know, we do uh, MCU trivia every Wednesday night uh, at twitch.tv slash TV, where you actually play in the chat. It's real easy. You just sign up for a free account, play right in the chat and we give away prizes and stuff. Um, yeah. it's super fun. It's super, super fun. Um, it's super fun. It's super duper fun. It's like my favorite night of the week. We all hang out, we drink too much and we party after trivia. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so come, come join us, hang out. Uh, it's a good uh, time. It is a good time. It's a very good time. Um, and, uh, we'll be back soon. By the way, thank you for so many new patrons. Uh, we got a lot of new patrons the last few weeks. Um, a lot of people, uh, in support of, um, you know, uh, us, us breaching certain topics and stuff. And like that, <laughs> that meant, that means a lot. Cause, uh, we did get a lot of negative feedback from that too. Uh, but like yeah, our one star review count has shot up. Yeah. We had like one or two one star reviews and now we have like 15 or something. Um, uh, so hit us, give us, give us a five star review if you think about it. Yeah. And, uh, thank you to all the new patrons. Uh, we're, we're going to do start. Probably next week, start reading some of those uh, patron names out and thanking everybody on the cast because we you know, have like not we done used that to lately. Do. Well, it would, so we're supposed to do it, and we we used to do it every month, and then things have been crazy lately. But uh, so much content, so much content. Uh, we'll be back soon. Until next time, Peace. true believers. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> He's been quiet for two hours. It was exactly, oh, it was, so it was perfect. You have to leave that. Oh yeah, that's leaving. That's, that's staying in. <laughs> I literally make dogs bark. He heard me. <laughs> Thank you for joining us for the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast. Available everywhere you get podcasts. And now a video version streaming live on twitch.tv slash strandedpandatv and available at youtube.com slash strandedpanda. And if you'd like to learn more about all of our other podcasts, geeky projects, and ways to support the network, visit strandedpanda.com.